You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleaver, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleaver.com. You know, one of my favorite places to be in the whole wide world is with my wife on a cruise ship out in the middle of the ocean. Anybody like that? Any amens in the room? Yeah. You know why? Because you get out on the edge of the ship, you look out over the ocean, and what do you see? Peacefulness. Nothing. No church members in sight. I mean that in the nicest way possible. I do love all you guys very much. But sometimes you just need some peace and calm. And indeed, the Lord saying to you, it is good. And so what I'm saying to you is sometimes we have to seek out peace. Peace is not always there. Amen. Amen. Peace is not always there. Sometimes we have to go looking for it. Sometimes we have to intentionally step in to peace. And one of the favorite, my favorite things to do is to be out with my wife in the middle of the ocean. Doesn't matter what ocean it is. It can even be cold out there. But out in the middle of the ocean with her. And I know some of you are like, I get seasick. Well, we'll pray the Lord will get that out of you because it's a whole lot of fun. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. I'm going to be in two places today. So first grab it and go to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. 523, if, it's, if you want to follow along in the black Bible there in front of you, it's page 929. Stick your finger in there and then go to Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. That's 495 in your So page 929 and 495, and I'll be there in just a minute. So I looked up the word peace uh, in the, the biblical dictionary. Now, in peace in the word in Greek literally means is the inner calm and contentment based upon the knowledge that one is in right relationship with God and that God has everything under control. Now, there's two things that I want you to notice in that. Two things. One, peace comes one when we are in right relationship with God and from the knowledge that God has everything under control. So today, what I want to say to you is, is how do we gain peace? How do you gain peace? Peace is not something that just happens magically. Peace is something that's worked for. And often we think that peace just, we just find it. It just comes. No, peace is something that we have to work for. So if you turn in your Bible to First Thessalonians, see, I can't even say it. Thessalonians. First, Thessalonians 5.23. Um, this is where most of my message is coming from today. It says, now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So point number one is from that first part. He calls himself the God of peace. So peace only comes from God. Guys, I truly believe that we search for peace 
all over the place, but there's only one place that peace could come from, and that's from God. I talked about you, babe, but you weren't here. You just have to ask your neighbor what I talked about. Um, but guys, what we, have to, what we have to understand, and I, I want us to move on to first, or I should really look at my notes when I preach. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Let's read that. Everybody knows this. You don't have to flip there. I'll just read it to you real quick. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. We love to quote this verse and we love in strong times to bring it out. But do we really understand what the heck Paul is saying? Paul was writing this to the Philippian church from jail. And why was he putting in, put in jail? Not because he did anything wrong. He was actually put in jail because he was doing the right thing. He was preaching the gospel and he was put in jail and he's writing. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. Because Paul knew what God had called him to do. Paul knew that God had called him to be a pastor. So whether he was in jail with the possibility of being martyred, he didn't know what was going to happen. He said the peace of God will always be there with me. Paul didn't run from his calling. So guys, I'm telling you today, you can run from God all you want to, but he's going to find you. He found Paul in jail. He's going to find you in your deepest, darkest places. And you know what? You know when you're truly going to find peace? When you stop running. Take it from a guy that ran from his calling for a long time. The only way I truly found peace is when I said, okay, God, fine. We'll try it your way. You ever been there? And just so we're clear, you can talk to God like that. He's, he's a big enough God. He can handle it, okay? All right, we'll do this your way if you insist. And you know what he said? Yeah, I insist, okay? You've been waiting on you long enough, bro. Let's go. He talks, he calls me bro too. It's fine. <laughs> Just sit there and knit your scarf. <laughs> I heard you, girl. Get on. Paul, would you take care of that? Come on now. So here's, Justin, I, I guess my quotes were good enough this week. Justin made all three of them quotes. So I don't, did you put them all on there? Okay. So you can keep running from your calling, but you won't be happy until you submit to God. Now, let's look at that word submit. I know it's not a, a, a popular word, but when it comes to God, submit means do everything he asks you to. Not do a little bit of what he asks you to, but do everything that God asks you to do. That is when you will truly find peace. When you stop trying to take control of the outcome of your life and press into what God has called you to do. Okay, y'all ready? That was the happy part of the message. Number two, peace comes from sanctification. Peace comes from sanctification. I know it's a big word. Calm down. I'll get there in a second. Let's read 1 Thess Thessalonians 5.23. It's lips, teeth, tip of the tongue. Lips, teeth, tick of the tongue. You got to do the vocal exercises. 1 Thessalonians, one more time, 5.23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless 
at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now I looked for a, a, a definition of sanctification and I found this statement and I thought it was a better explanation than the definition. It says, only those who live in peace with God, who have entered through the way of Christ's reconciliation can be sanctified. To be sanctified is to be set apart or consecrated for holy use. So what we're saying to you is in order to truly have peace with God, you have to be set apart or consecrated for holy use. Meaning you have to have a right relationship with the Lord. We cannot have peace until we are doing the things that God has called us to do. Guys, look at our world. We talked about happiness last week. We talked about joy last week. And I, I think I made a good point to you that we don't have joy. You don't look around our nation and we have off the charts, anxiety, depression, all of these disorders. You can't say that we're happy. We're not happy. And you know why we're not happy? We're doing things our way and we're not doing them God's way. Guys, Pastor Teresa said it a few weeks ago. You need to get in this thing and you need to read it. Why? Because it'll tell you everything you need to do for your life. And in this, you will find happiness. You're not going to find happiness in the bottom of a bottle. You're not going to find happiness in your kids. You're not going to find happiness in your spouse. You're not going to find happiness in this mean old world we live in coming up on another election year. Praise God. It's going to be so much fun. I think I'm going to spend the whole next year being love one another as God has loved you. Yes, that's Democrats and Republicans. Glory, right? Okay. And so everyone, everyone should see that you are different without you ever having to say a word. That's another quote. Everyone should see that you are different without even saying a word because they see the peace, because they see that you don't go do the things that other people do. They see that you don't go out partying, looking for happiness at the bottom of the bottle. They see that you're not chasing after drugs. They, not, they see that you're not chasing after bad relationships. They see what? They see that you are chasing after God. And guys, I'm telling you, when you start chasing after God, that is truly, truly when you will find happiness in this world. You won't find it anywhere else. Going back to, you can run, you can hide, but he is going to find you. Point number three. You think the fruit of the spirit would be a more light, airy, fun? That's what I thought too. And then I started studying for it and I was like, <laughs> no. So flip over to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. That's on page, let me slide back up here and look, page 495 in your black Bible. This is your pastor's favorite verse. And you know why this is your pastor's favorite verse? Because he has to remind himself of it all the time. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. And in all of your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your, straight, your path straight. Did y'all get my emphasis? All. 
You got it? Okay. So point number three. The peace of God comes when we put, I, I should have added the word, all our trust in him. Peace comes when we put our trust in him. So in the Greek, peace literally means freedom from worry. So God is saying to you, if you will put all of my trust in you, in him, he'll say, you don't have to worry about it. When people say bad things about you, you know what God says? I got it. Justice is mine, says the Lord. When people are doing crazy things around you, you know what? He says, I got it. I have a plan. Do you know that stupid people can't keep God from doing his perfect plan? Tweet that booger. That's good. Somebody write that down. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Somebody write that down so I say it at the other services. Uh, yeah. So here's this. This is even worse. This is the one I actually thought of. I didn't have to call it a booger either. If we cannot trust him with all of our, our life, then do we really trust him at all? If you cannot trust him with all of your life, then do you really trust him at all? Because he asks for all. He doesn't ask for some. And in, later on in the scripture, it says, I want you to be either hot or cold. I don't want you to be lukewarm because I'm going to spit you out. How many of us in here love lukewarm things? Okay, I want my coffee. I'll either want it hot or cold. I don't want it lukewarm. Do you like lukewarm coffee? Okay, we got somebody here on the back we need to lay hands on. Uh, <laughs> lukewarm coffee? What's wrong? Just put some ice in it. Then it'll be all right. <laughs> I want it to be hot or cold. What is Luke? Is lukewarm coffee, is it any good? No, it's not, back row. <laughs> Same amount of caffeine, but it doesn't taste any good. It tastes like it. It hey, you sit over there. <laughs> I've called it something before and Teresa laughs about it all the time, but I'm not going to say it again. Man. Guys, what I'm saying to you is, is God either wants you to be all the way in or all the way out. He doesn't, God's not looking for in between because it's only when we're all the way in that God can take us to new heights. And so what I'm saying to you is as this year, this year has been the absolute worst year I've ever had as a pastor. I've had more hurts. I've had more valleys than peaks than I've ever had in 2019 than any other year. I truly believe that I'm going to look back and I hope I look back at this year as the worst year I've ever had as a pastor. I hope there's not any more worse years. It could happen. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'm saying to you is, is God has brought me through the valleys so that I can appreciate the peaks. Because without the valleys, you don't understand how great the peaks are. And guys, I truly believe that it is because we have gone through one of the most difficult years we've ever gone through as a church that God has the greatest days ahead of us as a church. You know why? Because I put all of my trust in him. 
not just some of it. I'm putting all of it in him because he's got to do it because he's put me through all this stuff. So there's got to be a reason for it. And I know that reason is that Satan's mad and God is looking to take us to new heights. But it comes with putting all of our trust in him. So what I'm saying to you guys today is stop looking for other people to bring you peace. Stop looking for other things to bring you peace. Buying another car, buying another house, buying another gadget, buying another guitar is not going to make you happy. What will make you happy is following hard after the one that created you. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? If you're new here at Hope Church, I always try to send you home, challenge you with some questions. Number one, what does God ask you to do that you are running from? What is God asking you to do that you're running from? Guys, it's a whole lot easier to run. And you know, Satan tells you, Satan tells you to do things to distract you from doing what God has called you to do. You know, like I talked last week, you know, God's called you to serve. Satan tells you to pray about it. And you're like, what, what? What is he saying? What are you saying? Pray, praying about it is, is the Christian, well, I'm not ready for that yet. And just because we use super Christian words doesn't mean that God hasn't called us to do something. So what I'm saying to you today is stop praying about the things that God has called you to do. No amount of praying is going to make him speak to you any louder, hardhead. Now, I'm just saying this because this was me, okay? I needed something to slap me upside the head. And God did multiple times. That's why, you know, that's why I have such a hard head. I love y'all too. Comes from two hard-headed people that love me too. Ah. Y'all get them under control. Anyway, number two. Are you living a life that is different? Do you come to church and do you play the game of church? Then walk out of these doors and live the life that everybody else lives. Because when you do that, you do one of two things. One, you make yourself look like a hypocrite. And two, you bring shame to the name of Jesus. Because people expect you when you come into this place and tag yourself, heal it. Hope Church Cleaver, give my praise out. They don't want you the next day to see you. I'm out in the bar getting crook. Okay? Now, now, now. Remember, okay, I want you to all do this, okay? Go to your friends list. Type in Todd, T-O-D-D, last name, B-A-R-H-A-M. Now, if I appear on that friends list, I see all of your posts, okay? Okay, right. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna preach the Lord on Sunday and praise the devil on Monday, at least block me, okay? Because then I pray for you harder. I just, I'll sweep through... Sometimes it just takes me a long time to get through Facebook because I'm just praying for all of you. I'm like, oh, they need Jesus. Mm, Lord, be with them. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just like, come on, dude. I'm just being real with you today. Because Facebook is a microcosm of what your life really is. You're posting the things you're proud of on Facebook. So if you're proud of that, I can't imagine what's going on behind closed doors. So be different. Live a life that is different. Because we are called to be different. We're not called to come praise Jesus on Sunday and look like the rest of the world Monday through Saturday. Be different because that's when we will find peace. We won't find peace living a double life, being a secret agent for Jesus. I mean, for crying out loud, how many, how many of you thought years ago I would be saying, be like Kanye West? I mean, let's be for real, okay? The guy that went up and stole Taylor Swift's mic at some awards and called her out in front of everybody. I said, be more like that guy. Now, if you haven't listened to Kanye West's album or you live under a rock and you don't know what's going on, Kanye West released a Christian album. And there's actually, because of him living differently, speaking out on things such as abortion, speaking out on things such as premarital sex, and the, the media is lighting him up. And you know what? He doesn't care. Why? Because he's on fire for Jesus. And because he's on fire for Jesus, thousands, not hundreds, thousands of people are being saved. Why? Because Jesus is king. That's all he did. Did you like that? You like what I did there? That's good. That's good. Tweet that. It's good. <laughs> yeah, treat that booger. I was born in Mineral Wells, Texas. I can't get away from that. <laughs> There's a, there's a video somewhere of me singing the ABCs, A, B, C, D, E, A, F, G. I was still in mineral wells. Everybody's like, prove it, Marietta, prove it. It's there. Number three, as whoever in the band comes back, do you need to put all of your trust in him today? Not just some, all. Because guys... God's not looking for halfway converts. We're not going to build God's kingdom with people. Ah, you know, I'm good with Jesus on Sunday, but every other day, I'm not all right. I'm not just going to live how I want to. Now, I know this message is hitting you probably two or three ways. The first way is I know there's some of you today sitting there going, is pastor reading my mail? Now, if we're friends on Facebook, yes, I am reading it because you've put it on the World Wide Web and I can't avoid it, okay? I have to look at the mess that you post. Now, either unfriend me or get right with Jesus. I would just prefer you get right with Jesus because I like being your friend. Two, maybe you're sitting there and you've been running from something for a long time and you've been saying, Pastor, I just need to pray about it. Okay, what I'm going to say to you is stop praying and get to work. Because if it's in here, you don't need to pray about it. And if you, I preached all week on what was in here about getting to work and serving the Lord, you don't need to pray about it. Just do it. And number three, I know some of you are here and you're like, what is this guy talking about? I know some of you are here and you haven't even taken that first step to begin a relationship with God. 
You know, one thing that the Kanye West album can show us is that someone that truly gives their heart over to God can make a life transformation like that. And so what I'm saying to you today, if you're, if you're sitting there and you don't think you've truly given your heart to, over to God, I want today to be your day. I want you to experience the peace that I get to experience. I want you to get to experience the peace that we see Kanye West blasting all over the internet. Now, some of you are very confused. Go Google Kanye West when you leave here. I want you to get caught up with, with pop culture, okay? It's really actually a good album. I'm not a huge, no, huh? G Google the new album, yes. Well, there's a lot of stuff on him. <laughs> Kanye West, Jesus is King. Look it up. But I want to take a minute to allow those of you in here to do one or two things. Number one, those of you in here, there's some of you that just need to get your heart right with God. And you need to start looking for that peace. Maybe you need to stop running and start running to Him. Stop running away and start running to Him. And two, maybe there's some of you that need to give your heart over to God for the first time today. So I'm going to have the ushers bring the lights down. And I want everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. Now everybody's nice and rested today. Everybody's sharp. I hope you got your extra hour of sleep. And as we bow our head and close our eyes, I know there's, there's people out in this audience today that need to get their heart right with Jesus. Maybe they've, been maybe they've been living for themselves and not living for God. Maybe they have a relationship with Him, but they need to give Him a little bit more. Maybe they need to follow Him. I want you to look up at me. I see you looking at me. What I'm saying to you today, those of you looking at me, the rest of you, bow your heads. What I'm saying to you looking at me today is stop making excuses. Just start following God. Because if you will give him everything, the best days will be ahead of you. Go ahead, bow your head again. Now, I want to be here. I want to say this for, for those that are in this place today that don't have a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've never begun a walk with him. If that's you today and you're like, Man, Pastor, I don't know if I've ever experienced that joy or, or have ever understood the joy you're talking about. I want to, I want you to raise your head where you're at and look at me. I'm not trying to, to, not trying to embarrass you. I know there's a couple of you looking at me. Go ahead, bow your head. I want to say a prayer. I know there's two guys who are looking at me in this service. I want to say a prayer and I want you to repeat this prayer with me. And I want us to all say it out loud. Because I know there's people in this place that didn't look up at me and they need to say this prayer. And today is your day of salvation. So everybody, today, I want you to repeat after me. Repeat. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you to save me. I give my heart over to you. Take my life and use me. Help me to find the peace that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen.